finally, from so little sleeping and so much reading, his brain dried up and he went completely out of his mind. Turn the recording on too, by the way, just so I don't forget. Um, that's a good question. It honestly, dep- for me, depends on the book. Yeah, I kind of like, get that. With, like, Bunny, for example, I feel like a lot of things did slip through the cracks because it was so, like, abstract at times. Yeah. Like... I feel like I... Well, like, I remember a lot, like, compared to other things that I've read. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like I've forgotten a lot of it, too. So I don't know. How long but, ago did you read it? Um, my loan from the library started like October first or something. Wait, October? No, November first. Okay, November first. And so, it took me like three, like maybe four days, five days. I also kind of remember, um, some parts lagging a lot which is interesting because I really like this book but like there were just like some parts that I was like mm, I wish we could get through this like a little faster no I how literally... many pages was it um, 305 305 so that's like I feel like most books that I read are like around like or at least like 250 250 to like 300 250 yeah. to like 280 it's a solid like amount of pages for a book to have because I'm like a short book girl like I want it to be like 250 and under yeah I really enjoy a short book like that but I also appreciate like you know I mean like I don't even think technically like 300 page really isn't it's not that long no it's definitely not bad could be like 400 or 500 that's crazy right um it could be stephen king's it which is like what like over a thousand pages marissa did you ever finish it did i finish it yeah no absolutely not i have it on my shelf should i try it again i've gotten to like page like 300 and then like dipped that's kind of far though I thought I had it too. Where is it? Oh yeah, it's it's behind my trolls cup. It's right there. Ew. Oh, it's Wait, why is it one. so skinny? My cup no. is like really fat and huge. Okay, that's pretty fat. And it's on, mass market. Me... Yeah, it's a little one. It's one thousand. It's over. Mm, Christ. It is about a thousand and ninety pages. And that's this, is, my this is like one. ridiculous. That's yeah. insane. Like it's just like large. We always get like ten of those sent to the store, and I'm like, I'm not selling that. Like right? you got to give me four, like three at a time, because it's so big, and then I can't fit it anywhere, and it sits in overstock for months, and it's annoying to me. That's my that's my complaining about that. 
and also, also like everyone's already seen the movies right and it's just like not good the way we're saying like it it's just like not good. It, it's not good it is not good do not it come it's the monster Okay, well, and also, like, I, I watched the miniseries recently, actually. Me and oh, May watched it. Um, The one from, like, the 90s with, um, what's his face, who played in Rocky Horror? Um, Tim this Curry. Tim Curry? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, okay, I never saw, like, that, that miniseries, um, except for the parts with him as Pennywise, and he really scared me when I was little, so... <laughs> He's so scary. He's scarier than so scary. The new yeah. one is not scary at all. The new one's Yasified. It's so Yasified. And I remember when I first watched it, I was like, this is what everybody was so scared of. Right? Like, I was just not impressed with Pennywise. Like, mm-hmm. I that guy, what's his name? Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. I know he has like a million brothers, but I think it's Bill that's Pennywise. He. He definitely has, like, a scary, yossified face, but I don't know. He was, like, it was comical to me, his performance. It was very funny to me. <coughs> I'm still dying of the Irish plague. Oh, my gosh. Why are you plagued? I got sick on Halloween weekend, and I've been sick ever since. That is a long time to be sick, Liza. I know. I got sick at the club and when you're at the irish club when you're at the irish club and you get sick um and then i was on antibiotics and now i'm just like trying to live yeah well i mean honestly you're getting better right so yeah so it's fine yeah you'll be okay don't worry um should we talk about the epidemic of this year crack pipe yes okay i when i was listening to you guys um your last episode somebody i don't remember which one of you said this but you said that it was a like it went viral on tiktok and was taking tiktok by storm yeah i didn't know that not at all where have you been okay well i'm like on book talk but probably not like to the extent that you guys are but like honestly okay how do we actually feel about book talk can i can i like read the room here I don't like TikTok. I don't like BookTok. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page. They have bad takes. <laughs> literally. Well, and also, I literally just tweeted about this the other day. Not the other day. Literally, like, yesterday. And my tweet was concerning this fucking TikTok that I saw. And this bitch was like, um, here are some uh books that will make you sexier smarter and ready to argue any man who approaches you at the bar no who who are you arguing with like what man is approaching you to like start an argument over like book and then you're gonna be like i actually read this book and so (laughs) what what were the books i don't even know hold on let me see if i can find it probably my year of rest and relaxation I'm reading that right now. <laughs> I am reading it right now, ladies. Um, My thing with when Bunny was on Book Talk is like a lot of people really did not like it. And 
I guess I get not liking this book, but at the same time, I feel like, do you guys know in the Joker when Joaquin Phoenix is like, you wouldn't get it? <laughs> like um, that's, yes. That's how I feel when I see people that were like, I don't like this book. It's so weird. Like, I was just like, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. Like, it is really weird. Like, and I haven't, I haven't read anything so absurd in like a really long time. So it was kind of refreshing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I understand why it's not like everybody's taste. I don't know where right. this, I guess I didn't like save this TikTok probably because I hated it, but um, yeah. And I was like, why are you reading a book? Like, basically you're saying like, read these books so that like, you can argue with a man, which is like. You're still like centering men in that, right? <laughs> also, you that's not that like the love thing. Yes, exactly. It's just not people on Book Talk. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say anything political about Book Talk on a, a book pod. So maybe and I shouldn't. We get canceled. You get canceled in the Book Talk world. The other thing is, I actually see geek love on Book Talk, like not infrequently. And it really? will always be on lit horror Book Talk, lists of people being like the most disturbing book I ever read in my life. And I'm like, like, yes, that book is freaky deaky, but also, did we read the same book? It's not horror. I don't not think so. Me. Not to it's me. It's not trying to be horror. No. We put a copy in horror in our store because there are elements in it that I think are horrific, but I didn't even make that decision. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Someone else put it in there and I was like, okay, Slay, keep it. <laughs> yeah, I think that there are like, there's like some overlap and like, I mean, obviously like Geek Love isn't for like the faint hearted, right? but I don't know. It's not scary. <laughs> Well, that's the other big question is, like, would we call bunny horror? I was thinking about this because I didn't go into it, like, thinking anything about, like, the genre. I was just thinking it was just, like, literary fiction. And then I was, like, we got to, like, a head explosion. And I was, like, hmm, could this be, like, considered horror? And, like, I'll, I've, like, read, like, interviews of um, Mona Wad, like, talking about this book. And it seems like she's kind of, like into like more like uh like describing it as like magical yeah something like um like magical realism maybe or like but also like she it is like characterized as horror I don't know I I mean like I, I feel like if we're talking about in terms of like what scares you personally I would not classify a lot of things as horror simply because it's hard to like scare me in the context of a book right that's obviously not a good way to classify something right no, I, I don't know what you I think about it on like a scale I would think like if I have five copies of bunny in store I would be okay with one copy being in horror maybe two copies but I wouldn't put three or more in horror I would keep the rest in fiction yeah yeah that makes sense to me. I feel like too, like the con <coughs> sorry, the concept of magical realism gets really lost on people. 
because yeah I was looking at different reviews of Bunny and a lot of people were like well obviously none of it's real and it was all a metaphor which is just like da 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 and I was like um I don't think that's true Mm-mm. I was like I think not true Ellen like that's not true Ellen like I think when something's not shelved in genre genre fiction people are like it's all just kind of a metaphor and I'm like no girl like magical realism <laughs> is literary fiction yeah it's yeah no weird. I get that because like well and also just like I mean there is like merit to like asking like what do we think happened it in this book or like what do we think happened in reality versus like what happened in like the character's head if it's like one of those kinds of books I don't really think that this is I think it's mostly to be taken like what happens in the book happens you know what I'm saying right in the book and it's like a metaphor overall yes (laughs) like that's at least how I interpret it but that's how I feel too Because, like, if, like, the entire book just didn't happen, like, what do we have? (laughs) Nothing. Right, and also then what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. I also just feel like there needs to be a genre almost, like, between horror and fiction that's, like, weird. Like, just just weird stuff. I think Kelly Link should be in there. I think this book should be in there. I think Patricia Wants a Cuddle should be in there. There's got to be, like, another genre that's just, like, this shit's just weird. We don't know what it is. I would really love, like, a genre that was just called, like, weird. Like, weird books. Weird. Strange books. Like, even the Otessa Moshevik books would fall into that category, I think. Yes. Yep. I actually, okay, so I've read other things by her. I'm now reading uh, My Year of Rest and Relaxation. I'm only, like, 50 pages in or something, though. So this is just a side note on that um I've read other things by her that I did not like but I kind of kind of like this I kind of like it so far but I don't know I know how it ends so I mean see I don't even know how it ends I never I I need to read it I want to I think I want to read it okay maybe I won't say then I'll say um, I think I know how it ends. I mean, like, I don't for sure know because I never picked it up, but I think somebody told me. Did you read um, Lapona? No. What is that? That's one of, that's her newest book. Oh, when did that come out? Like, I don't know, Marissa? Last summer, I think. This or maybe even read... last spring because it's already out in paperback we have tons um, of paperback copies i want to read eileen which is like what everyone says is like her best book so and they're making a movie out of it with anne hathaway i literally i saw actually a preview somewhere like i don't know if i was at the movies or if it was like in like on an ad somewhere where i was like watching a movie like streaming but I saw an ad for it and I was like floored. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I know this book. Now wait a I know of it. I heard of it. Um this charming Jess, do you want to introduce yourself and also why um Bunny specifically appeals to your sensibilities? 
Okay. Um, well, I am Jess D'Ambrosio, and um, I've been on the pod before. If you remember um, the Geek Love episode, that was me. And, um, you know, I've the last time I was uh, on the pod, I was in an MFA program, and that's what Bunny, basically the entire premise revolves around this girl who's in an MFA program and she is kind of isolated and lonely and um, she gets involved with, you know, the bunnies who are just like this horrifying group of girls who are women, but who are girls, but who are women, but who are girls. So, I mean, yeah, I would say that's probably the main reason it appeals to my sensibility, but I think it also is just like it's kind of like I would say a lot of like the stuff that I liked when I was at Pratt with you guys the things that I like to read I would have like went feral over this if I had known about it at Pratt it I don't know about you guys but then like writer's workshop aspect of it gave me the trigger Yes, I was highly triggered during a lot of the uh, workshop things. And that's why I'm so mad that I don't have the um, my notes like highlighted and stuff because I was really excited to like read some of those. I, I remember one. You re you remembered one? Yeah, like when they're talking about, you guys probably remember it too because it was so sickening. They were like, I feel this in my body. And then they started talking about the body and that for some reason, the body is like such a topic of conversation in like, write Like writing workshops. It's like crazy because it's like, well, actually we're just reading this on paper and it is like, you know, adjacent to your body, but it's not in, in your body. So you guys remember when me and Annie didn't have studio with you guys, junior year, we had it. We, like we took the poetry studio. Yes. In your year? First semester. Junior. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There there was a, a time when a certain male poet. <laughs> what the fuck? A certain male poet would be like, every time someone would workshop, he would tell you where he felt it in his body. And like what it was giving. It's like this is giving my chest. This one, I feel this one in my hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, no, you didn't you didn't feel it in your hands. Like, if you're feeling it in your chest, that is because it moved you. Like you were right. like are feeling like emotions. You are not feeling the words. Like I think I there was even a time where he read one of his poems and then his, like, question to the class was where we felt it in our bodies. You know how hard that is to answer that, when I'm, like, I don't know, my eyes? Like, I'm retaining it. I don't know. It's, like, one thing to do that for, like, once. But to, like, have it as, like, a running gag for the entire semester is crazy. Kind of sweat a little bit. He yeah, was, like, you, like, held on to that. He was so insane for that. And, like, the other thing that this book really, like, hit home was like Ursula's response to the bunny's work reminded me so much of how 
faculty at Pratt used to eat his ass up and down the house. Yeah. No, for real. (laughs) Well, like, and, like, the sort of, like, how faculty, like, the professors will act like they don't, like, play certain games or, like, have favorites or, like, they don't like people's work more than others, but they totally do. And then, yeah. like, the way that they, like, navigate it is, like, um, not really good. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've even had this in, well, I've had this, like, twofold in my MFA, I feel. Because, yeah. like, I've been in classes where I've been on the end of, like, I'm the favorite. And then I've also been, like, the professor could not, like just like did not fuck with me um okay yeah what was your scariest part so the scariest part to me was actually like the the, like bunnies girliness and like like their childishness specifically like not even just like that they're like hyper feminine because like I don't feel like hyper femininity is like super scary to me unless it's in like a really like honestly like I will say that hyper femininity does scare me if it's in like a straight way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's like the the way that they like kind of act like children is like horrifying. And also like I just I've seen it happen in real life and it's like like how are you 30 and acting like how are you like in like into your 30s and you're like, oh my god, Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey like slay like you really care about that stuff it's like what's wrong with you a little bit but yeah that was one like the scariest part to me but I will say what you said about Max and him showing up at Ava's house was actually really unsettling that was really scary like I also think it's interesting that like he's kind of the only guy of any like real importance in the book yeah I guess and he's like is one of the scariest parts of the book but like I don't know I think you're right like I think the bunnies are supposed to be the scariest part yeah I mean like yeah because like if you think about it like from like the like metaphor perspective like he is something that she made that Samantha made and so like it's like like if we were like making a book so like if my book like got up and like like you know like I don't I don't know what that's saying necessarily but I also don't know what a lot of things are saying in books typically so but period but yeah I think I don't know I think the intention was for the bunnies to be like the scariest part but I don't know it was really it was like honestly like gross to me out that uh Ava ended up being a swan <laughs> like because I was like okay like first of all I like in love with this bitch which I guess not true could be true we don't know but she's like not real I kind of liked that, though. I liked the feeling of, like, it not being real because it was, like, I don't know, like, when you find out, um, I guess, like, the reality of the situation versus, like, what she thinks it is. 
and I think there's too like remember how she would always be like Ava's the best thing that's ever happened to me like she's like the most important thing ever like that like saying really crazy stuff that you just like yes wouldn't say about your new ish best friend well and like I, I this is why I wish that I had my fucking notes because like I like highlighted like some really like just gay sounding things like, about that it's just like it I think it makes that even kind of more like creepier that she wasn't real the whole time yeah it is definitely and the, well that she was like a swan like that's I don't like swans like I don't like swans either swans are very scary like animal they'll kill you yeah they're ferocious um also what's with samantha's tea are her parents dead like both of them um yes i i remember thinking about this i think both of them are dead or like because her mom like come like comes back right that's do you remember that um i don't remember what that was necessarily like she just like comes back as like a a ghost like not a ghost but like she like sees her right it's like a vision almost yeah like a hallucination maybe yeah and then like what does she say to her i don't even remember i didn't get the tea on her on her parents I asked because that's like another plot point like I didn't really need. I think maybe, well, because like, I feel like in my writing, people have kind of like asked for like explanations of why a certain character is the way that they are. Mm -hmm. And like, that is like a solution to like, or like an answer to that. That's true. I don't know. You have like a a character who is like 25. I mean, like, yeah, obviously, like your parents are going to affect the way that you are forever. But I just didn't see a need for it. No, like exactly. Like that was gonna be my excuse was like if she's supposed to be in an MFA program, like yeah, like that's not like if she was like in high school that would be different but it'd be a little more relevant right I just didn't know about that um the other thing that I wanted to ask you was did this book remind you more of Mean Girls Heathers or neither interesting that you say this I was thinking um honestly it kind of like a really great like mashup of both yeah tbh because like i don't know something about the bunnies are so regina george yes. but then like just the overall vibe is so heathers but i was also thinking about um the craft which like i haven't seen in forever but like it kind of gave me that vibe because it's like i don't know they seem like when they're doing the workshop it kind of seems like um like a magical experience like they might be doing like a seance or something you know it is giving the craft I didn't even think of that I kept thinking of it in terms of mean girls and with Samantha as Katie and Ava as Janice oh and that okay, just, well, like that I've got a big lesbian 
crush on you. Literally. Literally. Okay, well, if you're, like, putting, like, Ava as Janice, like, I can't hate Janice. Like, no. I'm just not simply going to hate Janice. Exactly. Like, and that's what made me start to be, like, I can't do this analogy because I love Janice. Yes. And Ava's just, like, not that good of a character. To Like, yeah. I wish that we had liked her a little bit more. Because if we had liked her more, then it would have been really quite more devastating when really, she was a spawn and killed. It really would have. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I wish she was, like, I wish she was less of an edgelord. Yes. Well, okay. I kind of love that she, like, like I remember, <laughs> like, she, like, listens to New Order. I'm like, slay, girl. Slay. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, no, she's, like, definitely edgelord. She's, like, almost, like, very nearly not like other girls. Yeah, but so is yeah. Samantha. Exactly. And so then you're, like, well, then you start overthinking it. And you're, like, well, does Ava only suck because she's made a product of Samantha? Oh, my gosh. Well, well, yeah, honestly. I mean, and, like, Max sucks, too. Like, <laughs> Right. And, and that's a product of Samantha, too. Yeah, well, I can see, like, I can see that interpretation, and also, like, if you really get into it, like, it kind of, like, because I was, like, wondering where it was going to, like, um, with this sort of theme, because, like, obviously the bunnies are, like, the main antagonists, but Samantha, she gets in her own way quite a bit, and, like, she's not the most pleasant person to be around, so there's a reason, well, the, anybody who doesn't have friends anywhere there's slightly a reason <laughs> that you don't have friends and that's just true of anyone speaking as somebody who has not had a friend in a place <laughs> like like it is true that like some of it is on other people's end but some of it is on your end as well and, and you, you just have to be real with yourself about it like you can't just be like oh nobody wants to fucking hang out with me like uh, it's because uh, like sometimes it's just because like you don't vibe like with right. the people who are around and in an MFA program it's hard to find somebody to vibe with I'll tell you that much you, I'll tell you that much not to call you out um, but you didn't not get totally super good. close with any anybody in your specific MFA program no well I was like friends with um like two like I was like friends with like yeah. two people from the program but they were like me yeah <laughs> but like honestly um I I had like fine like class relationships with most people right but I feel like there was some beef that seemed to be like it started out like I think one-sided because like I, I don't know like like it's like why are you 30 years old and I'm like 22 coming into this like why do you have beef with a like 22 year old right what did I do to you and I honestly I honestly think it's because maybe you shouldn't put this in but honestly you know what I'll just say it I was, I was better I was better than them yeah um but that's probably what Samantha thinks too also, I kind of loved her nickname, Smacky. Like, that's such a slay nickname. Smacky is a cunty nickname, for sure. It's really cunty. <laughs> but, like, yeah. So, I understand. Like, I understand both. Well, 
I was gonna say I understand both perspectives like I understand the bunnies but I I don't quite understand them but I understand the perspective of somebody who does not have friends and also somebody who does also yeah it's like funny to think about because like if it had been all of us in the program and then there was the bunnies we would have like totally been making fun of the bunnies yeah if it was just me by myself I know I would want to get into that smut salon so bad. I wouldn't even know the smut salon the smut salon even existed, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like And that's on tea as well. Yeah, I would just not like that's the thing about my MFA program. I did not know any of the tea. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I knew some of it. Like I was only friends with the people. I was literally I was literally friends with I had one friend who was not also an AV worker so two of them were they were grad techs like me in AV and so so I lied I had I had three friends but one went part-time and I never I never saw him after that so but um yeah so what was my train of thought there Oh, that you didn't know that you didn't know the tea, but you did know the tea. Oh yeah, like I would like get intermittent tea. Like I knew who like everyone hated, but I only kind of knew why they hated that. Like these people, um, I honestly don't think that I was like prominent in enough to be like severely hated, but I was definitely <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Certainly, like I was the topic of discussion before and after many a class <laughs> that, that is just so funny to me like like I would go I I had um work like right before my uh workshop the last semester that I was in school and there were these three bitches in my class who would like gather in the Barbara Walter Center which is like you know like it's like the student union of yeah um Sarah Lawrence and like I would go in and like they had like a meeting um in like one of the rooms there so I would do AV for that I'd show up and then these bitches would be like literally in a circle at a table just like talking to each other and then I'd be like hi (laughs) and they'd be like like I can't believe the level of like drama at the Sarah Lawrence College MFA writing program. I know. Well, and also like, I just like, I don't get it. Like there's something seriously about my personality that repels. (laughs) (laughs) But like most people I was cool with, like it wasn't like I wanted to be their friend or anything or that they necessarily wanted to be my friend, but like I would talk to them in class and Sometimes I just would come in and I wouldn't talk to anyone because I was feeling like that, but. Well, because, like, Marissa will have to block this out, too, but, like. (laughs) Talk shit about us before and after every class. Yes. Yeah, probably. And that's just, that's just the way life goes sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, I could tell, like, if I'm going to be a topic of conversation before or after, like, a class. Like, 
And they can they can probably tell too. Like if somebody did something, there's like a certain reaction <laughs> that could. something gets where it's like, oh, you just messed up. You just fucked up. You just <laughs> you just fucked up because people are going home to their spouse. Like in in the MFA program, they are going home to their spouses and their children. And there's and, and they're talking shit. Also, just like the secondhand embarrassment I got to when Samantha would be like, I don't have anything to share. Like, yeah. Because when that used to happen actually in workshop, I'd be like, yes. Like, it would always be like mind boggling every time for some reason. Yeah. Like, well, I will say, like, there was like, um, they did like an in class assignment. I hate in class assignments. I hate in class assignments. An in-class assignment is just because the professor can't think of anything else. Yeah. That's what I genuinely, genuinely think. Unless, honestly, I really like this. If the professor lets you just write. Yeah. And you don't have to share anything. Sharing after an in-class assignment for writers is literally like the the fucking first circle of hell or something. I don't know. I remember one time, I think it was who in um writer as worker he was like can we just do like a prompt and adrian was like of course we can do you remember that I remember that i do remember that actually because it was like why are you the teacher like we're not paying you no like, shut the fuck up bro yeah like know that's how i felt a lot of the time because like people just let him do that yeah like like how are you just letting a student take over your like i'm like if I'm the professor, I'm not letting anybody do anything. No. Unless like it's, you know, normal. Right. Like I'll let you be a student and sit there and listen to me. Right. But I think that's just like honestly, Adrian's like a young teacher and she didn't want to be like deemed un uncool. Right. But that was just like one of those situations where I'm like, bitch, I don't want to do an a writing prompt right now. Shut your ass up. Oh. Literally, I was like, why are we wasting our time like this? But So raggedy Ann. The writer is worker. What oh, did yeah. that have with? Oh, Smacky. I'm going to call her Smacky from yeah, now on. Yeah, call her Smacky. I, I think that name is Kenty. Um, her in class just being like, I don't have shit to say to anyone or to share, really. And... and her not like having any of her thesis i was like girl it's, girl it stressed me out like just yeah, yeah i mean i i guess like i didn't ha i didn't start actually genuinely writing my thesis until december last year which is like bad but true hey you finished it though yeah, well, I didn't finish, like, the actual project. I just, like, finished it enough to submit it. Exactly, like, that's what I mean, like. And um, also, like, it's just not that deep. Like, just turn in what you have. As long as it pilot. Like, what? Like, I'm sorry, that's crazy. It, like, we didn't have any, we had, like, one, like, like, screenwriting class. Yeah. We don't, we didn't have anything for tv writing i don't think that was really I don't know. did you do you know what school warren was supposed to be i know that it's supposed to be like in the northeast right 
New England area. Right. But I didn't know if it was supposed to be like a specific school or not. I don't know if it was based off of a specific school. It it might just be like an amalgam. I wonder where she went. Let me actually look it up. Yeah, I'm curious. Because I feel like obviously she has to have an M- MFA if she's going to write yeah. a book about it. Actually, that's I shouldn't even say that because you can write about anything you want. I assume she has reason. Um, York University. Whoa. She's got a lot of things going on here. Canada. University of Edinburgh. And then, oh, I think she did her MFA at Brown. But it looks Um, like she also has a doctorate. In what? It just says a PhD at the University of Denver. Oh, I guess I have a creative writing PhD there. That's slay. She's such a queen. So she went to Brown, which I can imagine. Yeah, that kind of, that, that lines up. That with checks like, out. That checks out with like what I read in yeah. there. Yeah, no, that checks out for sure. And yeah, I feel like it it definitely seemed like New England to me. Yeah, the vibes. Yeah, she did a good job. I um, wonder if the area. Do you know anything about the area around Brown? Is it like supposed to be like dangerous or something? I feel like it, that's it is actually. Yeah, interesting. Well, and also like the in the book around Warren, like it's really dangerous. But then you talk about how like they just like let them go, like and. It, in my mind, I connected that with, like, they were the ones doing the crime. The oh. Jew and, like, the beheading stuff. There was a moment in the book where I was, like, maybe, like, because they're releasing all these, like, guys who are, like, range from, like, like wacky to, like, unhinged, like, they're chopping off people's heads. You're probably actually so right. I did not put two and two together. Because, like, yeah, Brown is in Providence, which is, like, pretty safe because it's in Rhode Island. But, like, it's one of those things, like, where, like, the rich brown kids probably stick to the brown area. Because if you leave, it's, like, more inner city. Interesting. Yeah, see, like, I think a lot of college campuses are like that. But not not any that i've been to no or that i've gone to <laughs> not any i mean literally sarah lawrence is situated right in the middle of a it's it's literally just a neighborhood and it the it's like the houses are worth millions of dollars millions yeah. it's like like well, this isn't, I mean, like, technically, it's, like, Yonkers and Bronxville, which is, like, confusing, because, like, so my address was Yonkers, but it was also Bronxville. You could write either if you were trying to, like, write me a letter. Huh. You could do either one. Yeah. But Bronxville is, like, I think one of the wealthiest, like, places in the country. There's lots of, lots of rich people there. Um, 
I will say it's like a 1215 for me here. So I might have to skedad. Okay, slay. Um, <laughs> but you could always text Marissa and see if she wants she to come back. To on. Yeah. You could just live your life. All right, sounds good. Um, but it was so good to talk to you. I miss you so much. I miss you too. I hope you're having so much fun in Ireland. Um, all right, all right, bestie. I time for you to get the bed. Um, thank you. For, thank you for chit chatting and um, yeah. All right, love. I love you. Bye. Love you. Love you.